Hey everybody, welcome back for another episode of Coach My World. I am Renee Roberts, I am your coach, and I am excited to get into part two of 21st Century Parenting. But before we do that, as always, I'd like to thank you for your support. Thank you for continually listening, sharing, and downloading. Continue to share. Continue to share this gospel. (laughs) The gospel of Coach My World. Yes, we're getting our lives together. We are getting our lives in order. Also, listen, go check out my website, www.iamrenerobberts.com. You can go there. You can book. You are Uh, sessions for private coaching if you're interested. And I want you guys, I told you last episode, I want you guys to go drop me an email. Let me know how these podcasts are impacting your world or impacting the world of people that you are connected to. That helps me out a lot. Also, drop me a note if you have something you want me to research and chat about on the podcast. I'm extremely open and check out my Facebook and Instagram accounts uh, at I am Renee Roberts and our famous quote for the day. My ultimate goal is for each episode to be a therapeutic time of self-discovery, healing, and for progress for your life. So you all know what's up. We're getting ready to move these lives forward as we continue on our conversation of the 21st century parenting with my best friend, LaShawn Brooks. I know you guys enjoyed her last week, uh, last episode, uh, and you're going to enjoy her even more in this episode. So, hey, girl. Hey. (laughs) Thank you for being back with me again. It's my pleasure. You know, I love talking with you. You know, we can chat for hours and for days and for months and for years. Listen. (laughs) We will find a piece of lint and create a whole theoretic conversation about it. (laughs) Um, And I love that mental stimulation. So I'm excited that you're back. I want us to jump right in so we can just kind of pick up where we left off. And um, I know last episode we were kind of concluding on talking about parents creating healthy environments. Uh, for their children, mm-hmm. uh, to bring their children up in healthy environments. Mm-hmm. What do you feel are some of the things, what are some of the important elements needed uh, in creating this environment as the parent from, from a from a parental position? Mm-hmm. You know, what is it? What's your responsibility? What's your role in creating this healthy environment for them? I think um, one of the biggest things that, Um, I do to try to keep things safe for my children Mm -hmm. is keep myself accessible Mm. Um, where they know no matter what mommy's there. Mommy's got me. Sometimes overly. Sometimes. (laughs) Well, that's the result of being so in love with Shaking together and running over. (laughs) Yes. My children are overwhelmed with, you know, just just I'm I'm accessible yeah. to them. I'm I'm so open to them and um just how they feel. Yeah. You know, and of course, you know, sometimes when when you have, you know, experienced certain things as a child, one of the, one of your life goals is to make sure that what I did not have, I'm gonna make sure that my children have this, yes. you know. Yes. Um and of course in, it's important to have balance there, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um but to say, hey, I'm accessible to you guys 
um, you guys are more important to me yeah. than anything. I think that is a big identity builder mm. for children. That's so you good. know, and I think that that makes a safe space for them, That's even good. when they've done wrong. Um, when you have made yourself so accessible, they're gonna come back. You know, mm-hmm. I, I I mess. I'm sorry, mommy. You yeah, know, like, yeah. I was into some foolery, mom. I'm I'm so <laughs> sorry, but they're they're more open. When we're when they know you've got their back no matter what. That's so good. Yeah. That's so good. I, I hope this is helping you parents. Uh like I said, I'm in grandparenting season now. So um <laughs> but you know, some of these things I wish I had or I knew. Mm-hmm. I I wish I had these resources. And and for my for my listeners, my loyal listeners, listen, this is a resource. So use the resource for your benefit. And, you know, it's it's gonna help you be uh advertain it's an it's an advantage for you. Yes. Um as you're raising your your little ones and hopefully this will help you have a little more joy about dealing with your children uh dealing with the the blessings that god has blessed you with because they are our blessings regardless of how we got them how early you know unexpected it doesn't matter um children are blessings of the lord so absolutely um, Hopefully that this is helping you guys a whole lot. So in in creating these healthy environments, I like what you were saying. Do you, what would your advice be for parents that are overwhelmed with being accessible? I would say with that, you know, (laughs) accessibility, (laughs) um, that there be boundaries, which is one Mm, of the words that... I have learned. <laughs> Say less. <laughs> okay, so there, there is, you know, I am reachable to you, um, but there are boundaries in that. You know what I mean? Right. Making one of the things that we talk about is making your room a sacred place. I, you know, I would your room to, and your bathroom. I'm accessible, but yo, but you can. This is this not is your not space. the community center, right? And you, you know? need to get permission right. to come into my space. Absolutely. You know, you, Absolutely. we as parents, we need that. You yes. need to be able to have a place of solitude. Yes. Uh, where you can go and let your own hair down. Where you can go and cry. Where right. you can go and pray. Where you can go and do nothing. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you choose. You, to whatever do. you choose to do right. you stay know away from this door right and if you it's know? not open it means it's not open access absolutely you know so yeah. that the boundaries are they're they're very very important, very important. Yeah. I, i'm so proud of you though thank you you listen you've progressed <laughs> in the last few years you have <laughs> you have progressed a whole lot yes. in that area yeah. um because i know you were like a hundred percent accessible right all the like oh, you were like 7-eleven Twenty four seven, always open, tired, tired, exhausted, no time for yourself. Right. Um, gotta make sure these kids get they're gonna be okay. Oh, because yeah. what happens the other side of that is we end up handicapping them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then they can't seem to do anything for themselves. I grew up with pastoring parents. My parents So they weren't um, as were, accessible. They were not as accessible. Now if if you ask my parents, absolutely anytime right. you could come you, to us. But what would happen is if I came to them, um, someone would always interrupt. There was never because pastor role because that pastor dominated. role. People were always calling people. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So um, it, it it made me like I need my kids. I don't care what's going on. Yeah. I want my kids to you know. But bringing balance to those those areas in life where you know you didn't have it, 
you want to give it to your kids, yeah. but there has got to be a balance. And right. what balances that out is boundaries. That's so good. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. Another thing I was thinking about um, with healthy environments, what would you advise uh, for how, how should parents, whether there's two parents in the home or whether there's one parent, uh, how, do, how would you advise dealing with conflict in front of the kids? Um, dealing with conflict as far as conflict, say there are two parents in the home. Okay. How, how would a, what's the healthy way to deal with conflict? Say, uh, and, and the temperaments are high or, Mm -hmm. or whatever it is, it can be tension. Uh, how do you deal with that? You know, when you got a house full of children, I think that if it's like really high, they need to be somewhere, you know, in a safe space. Like you guys go in your room or you guys go sit here. Let's watch you guys watch TV and mommy will be right back or daddy will be right back. And we, we're going to have some time, some intense fellowship time together. Right. You know, and in the car, with it. <laughs> you know, yeah, important. Yeah. Right. Um, it's going to make your children, you know, wonder. Like what's going on Mm -hmm. but one of the things you mentioned in the last episode is honesty honesty you know there are some things that mommy doesn't like or there are some things that daddy's upset with right you know they they need to see they need to see something they need to see conflict and conflict resolution and conflict resolution so that means we have to up our own conflict resolution skills as parents oh yes we have to become we have to uh, control our some more self control. Yes, and we have to learn to temper ourselves. Yeah, you know. Yes, so that our kids can experience a healthy uh, exam and a healthy example of conflict resolution okay. versus us blowing up, arguing, fussing. Listen, if you all are arguing, fussing, and cussing in front of your children. That is not healthy. Um, That actually can be traumatizing. It can be traumatizing. And so we want to make sure, remember, we're creating healthy environments. So uh, trauma is definitely polar Mm -hmm. health. Mm -hmm. And we want to make sure we're staying away from any (laughs) traumatization. Yeah. Let trauma be a mistake. (laughs) Right. Not something that is just Not something we can control. Right. That's so good. Right. I like that. I like that. So we're we're creating this, this healthy environment. Now... A lot of times when we talk about parenting, uh, we like to single in on particular things. And so I want to kind of take these last few minutes. Mm-hmm. We got about 10 more minutes uh, to to kind of zone it, zoom in on a few. Let's go with five, mm-hmm. five major areas that we have to learn how to parent in to make sure that the child is holistically well. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, so let's go. Let's go at number one. You good? Yes. I'm okay. Good. So the first thing, structure. Kids need structure. Structure yes. it helps them, helps keep the atmosphere or in the environment healthy That's for really them. That's really good. Right? I love it. So now it creates not just a physical healthy place, but a psychologically healthy place. Mm-hmm. Because even according to research, children they thrive on structure. Mm -hmm. It may look like they hate it. It may look like they want to kick against it, but they're only doing what we've trained them to do. Yes. Right. Yes. Because if you give kids structure from the womb, guess what happens? Mm -hmm. They grow up structure. There's no issue. Mm -hmm. It's when we try to structure them. You can't try to structure a child at 13. Right. 
you know, and you have given them no structure for 13 years. <laughs> now that they're in middle school, getting ready to go into high school, you want to add structure to right. their lives. Yeah. You want to do A, B, and C. That is not the way it should go. Routines and rules are vital. Yes. Tell me this or tell our listeners this. How do you, a parent with multiple age groups, how do you lay out routines and rules for the various ages? Because they're not all the same. It definitely takes repetition mm. for each child, you know, in their own way, in their own language. Mm-hmm. Every child, you know, you can say something, but each child learns differently. Mm-hmm. Um, for some, uh, I learned that one of my children needs things to be written. Mm, she, wow. you know, when things are written out, she, she grasps, she it, grasps better. it better. Ah. You know, some children are auditory. Some mm-hmm. children are visual. You That's know what I mean? Good. So they, you, you have to know who you're dealing with. You can't just say, these are the rules. Everybody go by this. You have to pay attention to what gets your child to stay within the structure, you know, and it takes some creativity, you know, to be able to become aware of Mm -hmm. that. What is it? When do we have good days? What is happening that causes this child to stay within the structure? Mm -hmm. And what changes the atmosphere to make this child just, just get out of whack. Yeah. You you know what I'm saying? And so so paying close attention to that, um, because, you know, having that structure is what teaches them to be, to, to live within boundaries. That's good. You know, and stay out of other places of confinement later in life. Stay out of other places (laughs) of confinement. So with you having, so, okay, so you have a three-year-old and you, you also have a uh, 16-year-old. Mm-hmm. How do you balance routines? And, and you have a 10-year-old, you know, mm-hmm. let's just put it out there, and a five, mm-hmm. right? So how do you balance having these age, these various age groups? Because, you know, bedtime structure, uh, you know, quiet time structures, mm-hmm. that's going to vary uh, because of age groups. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. So that means that your 16-year-old, you don't have the same structure set for her. Or, right. I, no, let me not say that. You don't have the same routine right. set for for mm-hmm. your 16-year-old as you do the 5, the 3, the 10. Mm-hmm. And then you don't have the same routine set for the 10 as you do the 5, the 3. Right. You know, and it just kind of, you know, and of course, we know the 20. She's grown. So mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> definitely a different, different routine right. under your roof. Um. How would you advise a parent on effectively uh, not grouping the kids, you know, in routines, but effectively uh, appropriating routines based on their age groups? Yeah, paying it again, going back to paying attention. And that takes trial and error. Mm -hmm. You know, there's risk involved. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, you know, giving them a bit of leeway so that you can see who they are. When, when you, uh, immediately just make children do everything you want them to do, of course you need structure. Right. Uh, but when there is no flexibility, Mm. you never get to know who they are. That's good. 
You That's don't good. get to know who your children are when there is no freedom at all. That's good. So when there is a bit of freedom given, you get to see what's in those little bones of yours. <laughs> you know what I mean? I get to see what do you do when you are, you know, at, for my 16 year old, when you are in the midst of friends, mm-hmm. are you a follower? Are you a, leader? a leader? What do right. I need to, you know, uh, uh, add? to your regimen? How do I need to uh, uh, advise you Mm -hmm. in this season of your life? I got to give you a bit of freedom so that I can see who you are. That's so good. I like it. I like it. Yay. (laughs) And of of course, with all structure, you need consistency, uh, predictability, and follow through. Yes. Right? Which encompasses all those things you were just speaking of. Okay. So that's structure. Let's go to the second one. Discipline. Mm -hmm. Dun, 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 dun. (laughs) Now, you know, when it comes to discipline, we have what we call positive. You know, you have a, a, a background in psychology just like it, as I do. So mm-hmm. we understand that there's a po- there are positive consequences, consequences and there are negative yeah. consequences. When we're talking about positive and, and negative, we're not talking about right and wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're talking about uh, the positive uh the positive consequences, uh, that's when we give rewards, we give mm-hmm. praise, we give uh, attention, you know, that's because we want, there are certain behaviors we want them to repeat. Yes. We, these are the things we want you to keep doing. Mm-hmm. So we're going to give you positive consequences. But the negative consequences is when we want behaviors to stop. Yes. Right? So that includes our, we do loss of privileges, we do timeouts, we do ignoring. You yes. know, we do that a lot with the three-year-old. Yes. <laughs> yes. You have to learn how yes. to ignore him. Because, honey, he wants negative attention. And so, no, we're not going to do that. Mm -hmm. Uh, You're going to get a negative consequence for that behavior. Because we need that behavior to stop. We don't want that behavior. Immediately. Yes, right now. (laughs) Um, Where where do you fall on uh, on the spectrum with spanking? What are your thoughts on that? What are your thoughts? Um, I have... A lot of thoughts when it comes to that. Uh, I've always been taught according to scripture where mm-hmm. it's... Spare the rod, spoil the child. Spare the rod, you spoil the child. Um, I, I think that in this season of my life, um, I feel like there are times where that may be warranted, mm-hmm. but there has to be, there, there has to be skill developed when it comes to that yeah um um spanking a child out of anger out of frustration out of you know i don't agree with that Mm -hmm. um uh if if a child is being extremely defiant to where they may harm themselves Mm -hmm. okay hey let's get in you know into order but you know whacking them to just you know till they're red you know Getting the attention, I understand getting your child's attention. Right. But when it comes to just now we're like violating a child, things like that, where it's just it's just overboard. I don't agree. That's good. With that. I don't agree. You know, because discipline is supposed to be for correction, for correction, not for punishment. Right. I love that. Right. So true. Because we, we, but we use it for punishment. We use it for punishment. We want to punish the kids. And, yeah. we, and most times it's in anger. They mm-hmm. frustrated us. 
they've angered us, they've broke a rule, whatever it is. They've mm-hmm. broke a rule a hundred times. Embarrass me. They've embarrassed me. It's you. about us. It becomes right. more about the parents exactly. than about correcting the child, which right. is what the parent's responsibility is, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's so vitally important to make sure that we are uh, learning better and, and more progressive ways to discipline right. our children. You know, when it comes to spanking, which many people like, liter- like literally live by, I'm going to get tell your butt gonna, up. Listen, <laughs> I'm going to put fire on your behind. You know what I mean? Like, yes. you know, many parents live by that. Um, but one of the things that I believe is that when your children fear you, I'm not talking about reverence. Right. No, I'm talking, talking about, about when your children are afraid of mm-hmm. you. Scared. That's failure. <laughs> Ooh, whoa. You know, you, your friend. children, listen, your Ooh, children you should not, they should reverence you. Right. But they not should be that not be, of you. Not my dad's going to kill me. Yeah. My mom's going to fearful. So my I, mom, I can't go home. My mom's going to kill me. Now you have been identified by your child's heart as an abuser, Ooh. as somebody that is not safe. Oh man, I know that's different for our culture. Listen, you no, know, because we want to tear like we want to tear. I'm gonna tear your behind, and out. we don't realize that a lot of times we are breaking their spirit. We're breaking, their and spirits. that is not. We're supposed to be building them. Yeah, we are not breaking them down. Right? You would not believe we are out of time again. My God, <laughs> <laughs> and we've only gotten the two out of five. <laughs> so guess what, guys? There has to be a part three. Let's go. Oh, man this is so good i hope this is good for you guys because this is so yummy we're just eating it up uh on this episode so um listen we got structure we got discipline uh go back rewind this listen to this again and we're gonna drop three more nuggets to you in the next episode God, this is good because yes. maybe it'll carry us through December, you right. know, this and we so can just important. finish. This is so important for us to yeah. start establishing new behaviors, new patterns of, of uh, child rearing, yeah. uh, new styles of parenting yeah. uh, in our new year. So um, listen, guys, LaShawn, you've been amazing as usual. Uh, I hope you, you guys listen. Uh, for those of you, my best friend, um, she's amazing. She's a coach also. You can check her out at LaShawn Brooks. That is L-A-S-H-A-O-N Brooks, B-R-O-O-K-S dot com. I'm going to put it in my, it's going to be in my notes in the, in the, the, I don't know what they call that thing, but you know, it's in the notes with all my other, yeah, the description of this episode. Yes. You'll find her information there. If you need a, a life coach and maybe I'm not the one you're interested in, that's fine. My best friend is me and I am her. So <laughs> check her out. Uh, and uh, maybe you guys would be a great match. She's good with these kinds of things, especially dealing with children, with dealing with, you deal with everything, right? Yes. Yeah, she's like amazing. I promise you. She's she's <laughs> my low-key coach. So <laughs> so catch us next episode. We're going to continue this conversation, this discussion. Uh, let's get some great parenting going. And let's start creating a very amazing lineage so that they can be productive and innovative and healthy uh, adults. Yes, I'll catch you guys next time. Have a good one. <laughs>